All right, Loretta is our technical producer. Couldn't pick a better song for the next topic we're going to talk about. That's Johnny Cash and Ring of Fire. You know, we are only two weeks out from our lunar eclipse that we just experienced. And now, tomorrow morning, we're expecting another eclipse, this time a solar one. Here to talk about it, Paul Delaney, Global News' radio expert in astronomy and space exploration from York University. Paul, good to have you back on. Good morning, Kelly, and hi to Johnny Cash. <laughs> um, if he can hear you, I think he just rolled over an acknowledgement. Um, let's, <laughs> Paul, let's talk about solar eclipses because not all of them are the same. Can you break it down? How many different types of solar eclipses are there and which one are we going to be able to experience tomorrow? Absolutely. Yep. Solar eclipses come in a variety of flavors. Partial phase where only a portion of the moon is covering the sun's disk. A total eclipse, those are the best, where the moon completely covers the sun's disk. And then there is the annular eclipse, which many parts of Canada will be able to see tomorrow. And that is where the moon's disk is, is completely inside the sun's disk, leaving a small annulus or ring, a donut of the sun's surface surrounding the moon. And so it looks like it's you know an annulus or an annular eclipse. So partial, total, and annular. Those are the three variants of solar eclipses. And how common or uncommon is the one we're going to see tomorrow? Uh, annular eclipses are the rarest of the collection. Uh, solar eclipses occur twice a year uh, somewhere on the planet. And that's the other important point. N unlike lunar eclipses where half the planet at a time can see it, a solar eclipse is a fairly narrow, confined area on the planet. And so the annular eclipse occurs somewhere on the planet every few years. So it's, it's not terribly rare, but a partial eclipse occurs every year, every six months, in fact, somewhere on the planet. Okay, so uh, tomorrow this is going to happen in the morning. What time do we have to get up to see it? We're talking sunrise here, Kelly. Okay, so uh, I'm if up. you're down here, uh, good for you. I'm not normally. <laughs> will be tomorrow. Uh, okay, so in southern Ontario, southern Quebec, over into the uh, eastern provinces, at sunrise, and that's a give or take a bit, around about 5.40 a.m., the eclipse will be reaching its maximum. It, it starts around about 4.45 when the sun is below the horizon. So at sunrise, we've got the greatest amount of obscuration. That is to say, the moon is covering as much of the sun locally as it's going to be able to do tomorrow. And that's about 80% for Southern Ontario. As you head north, uh, all the way to the, the fringes of Northern Ontario, Northern Quebec into none of it, there you'll get up to nearly 90%. And that's where you have the chance of seeing the annular aspect. Here in Southern Ontario, Southern Quebec, it's gonna be partial. It's just going to be a big chunk out of the sun's disk, making the sun sort of look like a crescent sun, so as to speak. Whereas if you can be all the way north, that's where you'll get this complete annular aspect of the eclipse. But when it's I at was, sunrise. <laughs> when I was eight, we had a solar eclipse that happened and it was living in Kingston at the time. And I remember being in grade school and them ushering as many of us into the library as we could because that room didn't have um, windows that were at, you know, the height of, uh, you know, that we could look out of, right? They were freaked out about our eyes. How concerned do we have to be about our eyes when uh, talking about this solar eclipse and how should you view it safely if you're planning on getting the kids up? You don't have to answer this, but that was probably May 10th, 1994. Uh, and yeah, you've got to be careful. Anytime you see any portion of the sun's disk, it's dangerous. So you never look directly at the sun unless you've got 
appropriate filtration. So solar glasses, they were uh, distributed by the thousands back in 2017 when we had the most recent partial eclipse. Solar glasses, which are basically aluminized mylar, they are safe to use. But if you don't have something that is absolutely categorically rated for solar viewing, you don't look at the sun, period. End of conversation. Uh, so you can create a uh, pinhole camera or uh -huh. uh, put a small little pin hole in a piece of cardboard and project an image onto the ground or onto another piece How of paper. How do you do that? And that'll well? show you. So gra gra grab a, a, a nice stiff piece of cardboard and the thinnest hole you possibly can do, and you can do this today. You can do this, a pinhole camera anytime. Put a very thin uh, hole, hold that piece of cardboard up so that you know the sun is shining through it and you're looking on the ground to where uh -huh. an image of the sun is actually being projected. Today, you'll see a round sun. Tomorrow, if you're up at sunrise, you'll see a partial sun, a, a crescent sun, like a crescent moon. And if you wait for the hour, the eclipse finishes around about 6.36 uh, local time, you'll see the crescent get thicker and thicker, a half sun, and then eventually by seven o'clock tomorrow morning, it'll be full. That's the safest way of doing it. Of course, you can tune into YouTube because there'll be many broadcasts from amateur and professional observatories around the place showing what is actually happening. Uh, but being outside during an eclipse has a bit of a, a special feel to it, especially, yeah. as I said, at sunrise, the birds and the animals will feel the change. Cool. So you'll hear it or the lack of, of sound. Because they think it's getting to be nice. Yes, you, you really will. Although, of course, at sunrise, you know, everybody's getting agitated anyway as the sun is coming up. So it'll be a little confusing time. But it is something which mm. you can palpably feel in the surroundings. Eclipses have this sort of magical moment because, of course, you know, the sun has changed. The amount of energy that is reaching us, you know, the birds and the animal life can really feel it. And sure. you'll feel that in terms of temperature changes and so on. It's, it's very magical. <laughs> The only time I get agitated around sunrise is when I'm asking Chris, have we not heard from Paul Delaney yet? Is he going to be joining us at 945? <laughs> Paul, you're you always... wait till I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> you're always so generous with your time. I want to thank you for uh, sparing some. It's really interesting. And we'll be up early to see the eclipse through the pinhole camera.